Chapter Fifteen of Manx Fairy Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. Manx Fairy Tales by Sophia Morrison. The Lazy Wife. Well, there was a woman once, and she was scandalous lazy she was that lazy she would do nothing but sit in the corner of the chullock warming herself or going on the houses for newses the day long and one day her man gives her some wool to spin for him he was terrible badly off for clothes to wear for she was letting them get all ragged on him he had told her to mend them until he was tired but all he could get out of her was time enough one day he comes to her and says thou licky me fra here is some wool for thee to spin and if it is not done a month from this day i'll throw thee out on the side of the road thou and thy treadilor have left me nearly bare well she was too lazy to spin but she would be pretending to be working hard when the husband was in the house she used to put the wheel out on the floor every night before the husband came in from work to let on to him that she had been spinning the husband was asking her was the thread getting near spun for he said he was seeing the wheel so often on the floor that he wanted to know if she had enough to take to the weaver when it came to the last week but one she had only one ball spun and that one was knotted and as coarse as gorse when her husband says to her i'm seeing the wheel middling often on the floor when i come home at night maybe there's enough thread spun at thee now for me to take to the weaver next week i don't know at all says the wife maybe there is let us count the balls then the play began up she went on the lout and flung the ball through the hole down to him keep count thyself and fling the balls back again to me says she to the man and as fast as he flung the ball up to her so fast she flung it down to him again when he had counted the ball maybe two score times she says to him that's all that's in ah deed you've spun well woman for all says he there's plenty done at thee for the weaver all then she was in a great fix and didn't know in her senses what to do to save herself she knew she would sub sorrow if she was found out but she could think of nothing at last she bethought herself of the giant that lived in a lonesome place up the mountain for she had heard tell he was good to work and the woman she says to herself i've a mind to go my ways to him she took the road early next morning she and her rolls of wool and she walked up hills down gills till at last she came to the giant's house what art thou wanting here says the giant i'm wanting thee to help me says she and she up and told him about the ball of thread and everything i'll spin the wool for thee says the giant if thou tell me my name when thou come for the balls a week from this day art thou satisfied why shouldn't i be satisfied says the woman for she thought to herself it would be a middling queer thing if she couldn't find out his name within a week well the woman she tried every way to find out the giant's name but go where she might no one had ever heard tell of it the time was getting over fast and she was no nearer to the giant's name 
at last it came to the last day but one now as it happened the husband was coming home from the mountain that day in the little evening and as he neared the giant's house he saw it all in a blaze of light and there was a great whirling and whistling coming to his ears and along with it came singing and laughing and shouting so he drew near the window and then he sees the big giant inside sitting at a wheel spinning like the wind and his hands flying with the thread to and fro to and fro like the lightning and he shouting to the whistling wheel spin wheel spin faster and sing wheel sing louder and he sings as the wheel whirls faster and faster schnu quill schnu ren quill ren di choli clea eriti schnuir miskin lish in olan liem si schnir speck fis tek in vet litrak dire in mullendrot mi enim spin wheel spin sing wheel sing every beam on the house spin overhead herself's is the wool mine is the thread how little she knows the lazy wife that my name is mullindrote when the husband got home that evening he was late and his wife said to him where have you been so late did thou hear anything new then he said thou art middling good to spin thyself Wendy but i'm thinking there's one in that's better than thee for all never in all my born days did i see such spinning a thread as fine as a cobweb and hear such singing as there was going on in the giant's house to-night what was he singing says the wife and he sang the song to her schnu quill schnu ren quill ren di choli clea eriti schnuir miskin Lish in Olan, Liam Sishneer, Speck fis tek in vet litrak, Dire in Mullendrot mi enim. Well, well, the joy the woman took when she heard the song. Ah, oh, what sweet music! Sing it again, my good man, says she. And he sang it to her again, till she knew it by heart. Early next morning she went as fast as her feet could carry her to the giant's house. The road was long and a bit lonesome under the trees, and to keep up her heart she sang to herself, Schnu, quill, schnu, schnu, quill, schnu, di chuli fangan eri vili, schnu er miskin, schlesch hene in olan, as lesch mi hene is nei, son chen molindrot chavau et bra. Spin, wheel, spin, spin, wheel, spin, every branch on the tree, spin overhead. The wool is himself's, the thread is my own, for old Mullindrote will never get it. When she got to the house, she found the door open before her, and in she went. I've come again for the thread, says she. Aisy, aisy, good woman, says the giant. If thou don't tell me my name, thou won't get the thread. That was the bargain. And says he, now, what's my name? is it molly rea says she to let on that she didn't know it no it is not says he are you one of the molly Rui ones says she i am not one of that clan says he are they calling you molly vridi says she they are not says he 
I'll warrant your name is Molly Kaist, says she. You are wrong, though, says he. Are you going by the name of Molly Vori? says she. Deed I'm not, says he. Maybe your name is Molly Vartin, says she. And maybe it's not at all, says he. They're saying, says she, that there was only seven families living on the island at one time, and their names all began with Molly, and so, says she, if you're not a Molly Corain, you're none of the real old Manx ones at all. I am not a Molly Corain, says he. Now be careful, woman, next guess is your last. And that she pretended to be frightened, and says she, slowly, pointing her finger at him, Schlesch henne in Olan, a slesch mi henne isne, sonschen, molin droht, kavau et di bra. The wool is himself's, and the thread is my own, for old molin droht will never get it. Well, the giant, he was done, and he was in a red rage, and he cries, Bad luck to you! You never would have found out my name, unless you were a mummig in Eichni. Bad luck to yourself, my boy, says she, for trying to steal a decent woman's wool. Go to the devil, yourself and your fortune-telling, shouts he, jumping up and flinging the balls at her. And away home with her, and her balls of thread. And if she didn't spin her own wool forever after, that's nothing to do with you and me. End of chapter 15